Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, let's get to some of your Carlos Correa emails. Uh, the Rico B at gmail.com. I apologize if I have not written back to some of these emails. I'm sorry. I got one guy very upset with me because he was asking me a question about politics. And I never wrote him back. I'm sorry. I, pro- I At some point, I'm going to get there. I'm just going to go back and just respond to emails. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't mean to. All right, let's go to uh, Willie Rifkin. Willis, Willis Rifkin. In reality, I was always pretty mad on Carlos Correa. Heck, if we're going to spend $300 million on a shortstop to play third base, I want to trade Turner. By the way, Hoffman's like, yeah, I agree. Damn right. Um, He's right, damn it. If we never went near Correa, all good. No one would have said a bad word about us. But the way we went into it now makes us look really, really stupid. Real LOL, same old Mets stuff. It was a tease. And the cherry on top is the reality that there's not much we can do with what Philly's done this offseason. The 2022 team collapsed and choked. Going into the offseason, we all said we need to keep or replace DeGrom, Nimmo, and Diaz. But we also needed to add something new and dynamic to this lineup so we aren't just rolling out the same group that choked. And we didn't do that, which is why, no, it's not the same only Wilpon Mets, of course, but in a lot of ways, we can have nice things and more so it's another good, but we didn't do enough offseason. That's the Correa rant, as he called it, from Willis Rifkin. There's a lot there, and I understand the disappointment of thinking the guy was on our team and not getting him. Uh, The Trey Turner thing. Let's start there because Pete loves Trey Turner. You'll want to trade Turner. They didn't go after Trey Turner. I don't think, Pete, Trey Turner was ever coming here and playing third base. Do you think he was? I agree. I wish, but no. Okay. I had mentioned the idea of him playing center field. That was to replace Brandon Nimmo. That was the idea I had at the beginning of this offseason. Obviously, they didn't replace Brandon Nimmo. They kept him. The thing I never understood, and I've briefly talked about this, was when I think the athletic wrote the story about Aaron judge's pursuit and free agency and how he stayed with the Yankees and almost went to the giants. The the thing about the Mets always bothered me where the Mets met with judges agent and said, Hey, you know, we're focused on pitching. That's our priority. If when we're done with that, we'd love to talk to you. We'll circle back. Now they knew judge wasn't going to wait around. He didn't. He ends up resigning with the Yankees. I don't understand the Met approach of let's focus on pitching and then we'll get to the offense. 
that doesn't make any sense to me if you were going to swim in the big pool and go after a guy like Correa. Because if you were willing to go after Correa, then you're willing to go after everybody. You're willing to pay him 12 years, 355. So if you're willing to do that, then you would be willing to go after Turner. You'd be willing to go after Bogarts, obviously with their willingness to switch positions. You'd be willing to even go after Judge, even though that was never going to happen. I don't like the idea, and it kind of bothers me, that the Mets said, okay, let's do pitching, and then we'll get to the offense. And by the time they did that, they were all gone. By the time they circled back and got to the offense, the only elite-level player left was Carlos Correa. So while I agree, Pete, Turner was probably not moving to third base, how the hell would we know? I don't even know if the Mets ever asked him. Uh, they never asked him about center field, third base, second base. They never asked him anything, and that that is a problem. And a, a lot of people were criticizing the, the Mets for not really talking to judge enough too. Overall, you should be able to, to multitask, I think. I mean, you're a big yeah. league organization. So I I I agree. I'm an offensive minded guy. That's disappointing. And I, to the emailer as well, I will agree with him. It does feel like they did a lot. I, I will say the Mets did a hell of a lot because they had to. But it does feel like they didn't do enough to get over that hump. Yeah, I, I, I always thought that the way the Mets were going to improve offensively was going to happen with their young guys making a big impact next year. Brett Beatty, Francisco Alvarez, maybe Ronnie Mauricio and Mark Fiantos. Like That's how I thought this offense was going to add the dynamo. I mean, the Atlanta Braves added Michael Harris from AA in the middle of May. And I know I've said that a lot, and it's not exciting, and it's sort of boring, but the great teams become great because they develop their own guys. Like you want to add free agents. Don't get me wrong. The Phillies have certainly done it. The Mets have done it, but it has to coincide with your own guys developing. And that's how but, I thought the Met offense was going to get better through that. Yeah. And, and I, I agree. And I think that's the, the, the out, like the long-term goal is for that. But if you also look at the Braves last year, it wasn't like Harris was called up from day one. It was like, yeah, it was right, an injury. Yeah, but it was right. But there was an injury, so it's like, okay, well, let's let's bring him up. He's do he's killing it in the in the minors, and we had an injury, so let's bring him up. Like the Mets' goal now is, let's start fresh the season with the young guys up. And I'm like, well, now is the time you could have bulked up in case of an injury. Then you move the the younger guys up. Like you, could I get it. Be flexible. I get it. But when when I hear are the Mets better? Like that's always a common question. First of all, I'd say. In the regular season, for the sake of this discussion, we're talking about the regular season. The playoffs, we know the deal. It's a freaking crapshoot. I don't know how they're going to play in October. They can win 110 games and suck in October. They can win 85 games and get hot in October. I have no idea. But in terms of the regular season, if they repeat what they did last year and win 101 games, I'd be freaking thrilled. I'd be thrilled. I'd sign for 101 wins right now. I'd sign for 95 wins right now. So this idea of did they get better? They don't have to get better in terms of what they did in the regular season. They have to get better in terms of not choking in the playoffs or choking in the regular season at the wrong time. So whenever I hear that, I'm always like, well, just be as good. Just just win as many games as you won last year, and I think most of us should be pretty happy. That's how I view it. Uh, Howie and Flushing. Evan and Pete. I'm okay with the Mets not signing Correa in Steve we trust. This is not the Wilpon era, and Steve Cohn will get things done and make the necessary changes in due time. I'm more pissed at the press 
with all their speculative yet bold headlines saying the Mets and Correa will definitely happen. I'll say one thing. The Mets sold a lot of tickets when they announced the Correa news two weeks ago. I understand if fans are pissed. Okay, so a couple things about this. I'm sure they sold tickets, but I don't know how to say this. I, you know what? I'm not good to say this because I, I'm a sucker. I go to every Met game anyway. I want to go to Met games every year, no matter what they do during the offseason. But was correct was the rumor of Correa, because the Mets never had a press conference. So the Mets didn't announce anything. Cohen announced it, which was a huge mistake. Did that really, Pete, sell a lot of tickets? I, I think it did, actually. I think there was like a – I forgot who had it, but I, I don't know the number, so I'm not going to go over the top. But there was definitely a lot of – purchases as soon as they found out that Correa was quote unquote coming to the Mets. I think that yeah. was a buzz there. And no, it, it is, sucks. Dude. It sucks. I, I listen, I can't defend that. That sucks. It sucks. You're a fan. You think they signed Correa that inspires you to buy a package or a few more games. It sucks. I, I should say, go wait for the uh, physical, but who the hell does that? You hear a rumor or you, he- excuse me, you hear a deal is made. You just assume the deal's made. You're not assuming it's going to fall apart. So that sucks. I do feel bad for any fan that did that. Yeah, I listen, I'm not I, – I, I openly admit I go to a lot of games, but I don't have a package. I was considering trying to find a way to look into it like a like a weekday package or something like that because I'm like, well, you know, why not? Right. Is it preventing me? I know that if Carlos Correa was there, I'd still – I would definitely do it. You know? Wow. It, it, yeah. They won 101 games last year. They had an offseason that you're sort of good with. And you would not go to games, but if Carlos Correa is there, all right, I'm in. I, I'm more inclined to find a way to get a pack. Listen, here's a problem, though, right? You and I are completely different as far as just our positions in life and, like, kids. Like, I have kids that are older, so I have to go would do a lot of baseball-heavy stuff. So I can't really go to a lot of games. I try to find it when I can. I would go above and beyond to find a way to get to more games with my family. I really would. As my, right. Or if it's just my friend. I my respect family. that. Yeah. It, it, it's, and, and because you want to see something special, that's, that's how I feel that, again, Carlos Correa is not bringing a championship to Minnesota, the Twins. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, Minnesota, he, you're not winning a World Series with him. He's not going to win you a World Series. What I will say is he could have done that with the Mets. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this whole, all right, loser. Go enjoy the cold weather of Minnesota. You had a chance enjoy, to here. Enjoy those long sleeves in, <laughs> in, in July. <laughs> All right. Pete did it for you. As far as the, the way this was covered, I it sucks because Scott Boris and Steve Cohen or the Mets have reasons to eventually leak things out. And when they leak things out, we want to know what's going on. We all click on the John Heyman articles. If you aren't blocked by Andy Martino, you click on the Andy Martino article. So people want information. So we want information, but then we get annoyed when the information turns out to be wrong. And the information isn't wrong. Guys leak things for a reason. Like there's a reason why Scott Boris put certain things out there. There's a reason why the Mets put things out there. And so what I appreciate about Jeff Passan, of all people, is that Jeff Passan, look at his Twitter account. He didn't tweet rumors. He doesn't. He tweets, this is done. Like, he never tweeted about this Correa thing until it was done. So 
I get being annoyed when, you know, you think Carlos Baerga is telling you something or Jim Bowden tells you something or Steve Phillips tells you something or even John Heyman says, I think he'll be a Met and he's wrong. He's wrong because he's hearing it from people who are leaking out information for selfish reasons, for reasons that they think are going to help them. So I was frustrated too. I'm like you guys. I'm on Twitter. I want the information. I want to know what's going on. But at the end of the day, that information is only out there for a reason. Teams and agents and players are putting it out there for a reason. So, Well, that's something that kind of bothers me a little bit too because you are – we're in the business. We know some of these guys. I respect a lot of these guys. I know people need to get their their information out there. They want to you know, get clicks and all this other stuff. So when I was hearing rumors – before there was any buzz on social media and then the social media buzz started going that it's almost a done deal for the Mets. And I'm like, okay, I guess the buzz is right. And then within like minutes, you see Ken Rosenthal, like 40 minutes, Ken Rosenthal puts down an article. I'm like, is he just getting clicks? Is he just trying for something? Like, again, I respect Ken Rosenthal a bit because he's been wrong sometimes and pisses you off. But I, 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 I respect the business. So I'm like sitting there go, I'm torn. I'm like, I know what, what's going on right now. There's definitely – and maybe the Mets really were really close to doing something, and they had to put that out there. They had to push, and maybe they were looking for a last-minute thing with the Twins and it came in last minute. Who, who really knows? I, yeah. I don't really know how it fell through, I, but that, that's what bothers me. It does bother me a little bit. No, the, the whole thing sucks. I mean, we want information, but then we get annoyed when the information doesn't turn out to be either the information we want – or the information that ends up ruling the day. And what I mean by that is I don't believe reporters make up stories. I mean, some do, but in general, I don't think these baseball reporters are making up stories. What they're doing is, and this is why being a reporter is tough. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. They're giving you what some source told them. And that source may be giving them information for a reason. Because they're negotiating. So... That's what sucks. Like when someone gives you information, this is why I'd be a terrible beat reporter. My first response would be, why why are you telling me this? Like, what's your motivation behind telling me this? Are you negotiating with someone? Am I just a pawn in your stupid game? And that's what a lot of this is. Like John Heyman, and this is well known. John Heyman is a pawn for Scott Boris. It's been going on forever. Scott Boris feeds information to John Heyman. So Boris is doing it for a reason. Not because he's a nice guy, not because he likes John and wants to give a scoop, but because he's going to put the information out there that he wants out there. So I admit I'm a hypocrite. I know this, yet I still want the information, right? I still want to see what John Heyman is tweeting because I want to know what the hell's going to happen. And what we found out is we didn't get what we wanted. I wanted to read a report that said they've worked it out. The Mets have their protections and it's good to go. And we ultimately didn't get what we wanted. So we could either cry about it. 
we could either bitch about it. We could either attack Carlos Correa. We could either attack Yankee fans or we can just move on. And I plan on the very next Rico Bronia that we'll record over the weekend into Monday, we will move on. We will forget that Carlos Correa ever existed because quite frankly, in the annals of Met history, he means nothing. He didn't cheat against us. He didn't beat us in the ALCS. We barely play him. The Twins are irrelevant. They're not coming to City Field this year. We're going to there. And so Carlos Correa can continue to be a pimple in Yankee history and now become irrelevant in our history. Okay? That's the bottom line. We appreciate you listening. You can email the pod, and I promise I will do a better job of trying to write people back at the B at gmail.com, B at gmail.com. And we'll have another Rico Bronia. We always give it to you twice a week. We'll give you another one coming up this weekend. We appreciate you listening. Check out Pete with Tiki and Tyranny, where he fights off those Yankee fans. And me with Craig, where I fight off that Yankee fan. Thank you for listening to Rico Bronia. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronia podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.